question. Are you ready to reach new limits? It's time to change your family tree and redefine industry. Enough with all the cliche cookie cutter recommendations about finance, business, and life. You found the podcast to give you the tips you need to create the unconventional lifestyle and outcomes you've always wanted. It's time to build your own systems and play your own game. You're tapped in with the one and only Dan Nicholson, and this is Rigging the Game Podcast. Listeners, I am super excited to share with you that my book, Rigging the Game, How to Achieve Financial Certainty, Navigate Risk, and Make Money on Your Terms, is finally available. If you want more details, check it out at riggingamazon.com. Welcome to another episode of Rigging the Game. Today is another short episode where I talk about wealth or certainty commandment number four, which is that we must bias asymmetry to the upside. Now, what does that even mean, asymmetry to the upside? What that means is that we have significantly more upside than downside. In fact, our, in best case scenario, we eliminate all downside because if you eliminate all downside, you're only left with upside. Now, here's what my observation is from working with thousands of businesses over the years, and I don't know how many different conversations, which is that most of us, because we were told to burn the boats, most of us are taking uh, risks such that we have more downside than upside, or maybe the downside and upside are equal. And then we've been uh, told the story that in order to be truly successful, we must burn the boats, right? Go all in. Bet on yourself. It sounds really great. And certainly it's a really, really effective way to sell a mastermind or sell off the stage as you get people really amped up on going all in on themselves. And why shouldn't I bet on myself? And you get that that dopamine firing of uh, effort chasing after things. And then it makes a a sale really easy, easy. Well, let's talk about the backstory on Burn the Boats to begin with. So... As I understand the, the story, as it goes, in 1519, Cortez sails across the sea with 60 uh, boats of soldiers going into war. And they get to the shore, and it looks like a certain doom. We're going to die. We're going to lose this battle. And so what does he do? He burns the boats. He gives his soldiers no choice but to go into battle. And what do they do? They come out victorious. And so for the next 500 plus years, what do entrepreneurs take from that? They go, I'm only going to guarantee success if I burn the boats. Now, there's one really, really important detail that I've left out that changes the entire narrative of burning the boats, which is as Cortez prepares to leave for battle, he's told one thing. If you return without winning this war, if you turn back and you do not fight, we will declare all of you traitors and you will be murdered for treason. So that changes the math. That changes the equation pretty significantly, doesn't it? Because when you get to that shore and you see what looks like near certain death, you go, well, this is only near certain death. If I turn around and I go home, that's certain death. They told me I would be murdered for treason. So it turns out that when you're told to burn the boats, you're actually told to take the least amount of risk. Because in this scenario, the least amount of risk is actually going into battle. Because at least I have a chance of survival. Going home, I'm guaranteed death. But man, that doesn't sell a mastermind. That doesn't sell a marketing campaign. Shit, what am I supposed to do with this? I thought I was supposed to always bet on myself. No, you're supposed to take the least amount of risk, risk given all options. 
Now, my background, the first part of my career was in treasury uh, and uh, corporate investment. And these were uh, businesses that had anywhere from 20 to 120 billion in investable assets. And the conversations that I was involved with were more focused on how do we hedge? How do we eliminate downside? Because if you eliminate all the downside, you're only left with upside and potentially significant upside. But we're wired to, to look for more. And so we're naturally calibrated to look for upside. And what does society and our friends and uh, maybe fellow business owners, et cetera, what do they uh, say to us when we point out the negatives, we point out the downsides? They say, man, why do you always have to be so negative? Can't you just be happy for me? Uh, why are you such a Debbie Downer? You got to bring up all these downside risks. To which I say, I'm trying to rig the game to win. I want to address these downsides on the front end so that I don't have to think about it forever. Meanwhile, you choose to ignore it because you prefer the certainty of misery over the misery of uncertainty. And so we have to change the paradigm. We're talking about these downsides on the front end so we can eliminate them so that we're only left with upside the rest of the way. That's how we put ourselves in a position to win. And it's asymmetric, meaning it's significant, significant additional upside. That's how we start to think about constructing a portfolio for income, constructing a portfolio of businesses. Hopefully we end up with what I call a barbell that's taken from uh, Nassim Nicholas Taleb, and I think he took that from Stoic philosophy. But ideally, we've constructed a barbell where on one side, we have stable, consistent income, and on the other side, we have bets that are only uh, asymmetric to the upside. Most of us don't have the reliable business, and we don't have any of the asymmetric plays. We just have everything in the middle, which is super, super unre unreliable businesses that don't have enough upside to ever cash us out. And so we've built a system that guarantees that we're gonna to have to work until we're in our mid 60s. So we've actually constructed a system where we think we have freedom, but we actually constructed a system that guarantees that we're gonna to have to work and grind away. So we need to change our orientation towards looking for opportunities that have significant upside. We need to eliminate the downside to make it very, very reliable or if it's going to be unreliable, it's got to have even more upside. Now to remind you, at the end of the day, we're looking towards uh, an orientation with the least amount of effort, least amount of risk, most amount of options. Not no risk, not no effort. It's given all the options. And it's probably obvious when we're talking about asymmetry to the upside that when you violate this commandment, you're guaranteeing, almost guaranteeing, that you're gonna take on the most amount of effort, the most amount of risk, and the consequence is that you're gonna have no options. So I leave you again with, if you're not taking actions that are getting you closer to what you want, what's the point? Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. If you're interested in learning more about my book, Rigging the Game, How to Achieve Financial Certainty, Navigate Risk, and Make Money on Your Terms, go to riggingamazon.com. If you're interested in joining our next cohort in the Certainty Certified Advisor Program, go to CertaintyU.com.